daughter's face. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the lyrics to that song, so I'm a little bit out of out of whack. But it's been a while. It's been a while. It has. It's been, I think, three weeks or so since we put out an episode. Yeah, so I don't know if anybody is on the West Coast or the Midwest, but we've kind of been getting hammered by some crazy blizzard activities. There was a huge cyclone off the Pacific that like really affected me here in California. We got eight feet of snow in four days. Jeez. Yeah. We didn't we didn't have that much, but we still had a fair amount. Yeah, enough to cripple the uh, snow removal budget for the entire year before winter <laughs> even starts. <laughs> Thanks, Christy Gnome. Yeah, she's great, right? My favorite. So, um, how has your last three weeks been? Uh, last three weeks have been good. Um, we have been just like the whole Thanksgiving thing happened, <laughs> and yep. that was good. Um, we're getting ready to leave the country for a bit, so we've been trying to do everything we need to do before we leave Mm -hmm. and it's just like tedious stuff like finding where we're gonna sleep yeah how to get his passport renewed oh no i (laughs) hope that that comes back in time because that can take some time it just showed up yesterday i think it was cool so we're good nice nice how's the uh renovations coming along uh they're not yeah, I suppose holiday season probably puts a damper on that, I would yeah. assume. Things pretty much stopped around uh, November 2nd. Yeah. 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 Well. How's your job? Uh, you finally started, actually, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank God. I was dying. I haven't been paid in a month, um, and I literally just got paid, and it was like half of what a normal paycheck would be, like less than half of what a normal paycheck would be, um, but it was like enough to like get me by and like until my next like official real paycheck which would be really nice um the job is really awesome it's about four hours out of a 10-hour day is like really crazy and hectic and intense um and you have like people calling you and you have to like open lifts and there's like um like people throwing explosives at a mountain and you have to like make sure that nobody else is around them while they're doing that and like that they're safe and like if an avalanche happens which an avalanche did happen um we had like a local athlete uh, pro skier that was going through a shoot and like he wrote it out and it was fine. Uh, but like it was really tense for a second. And then like my <laughs> my director of health and safety comes down as like the point person. And after everything's like all said and done, he's like calling. I, I can't remember who he was talking with, but he was like, yeah, so uh, was, uh, was Chris wearing his GoPro? Did you get some, uh, some sweet footage of that? Or, uh, see it. <laughs> it's like, at the end of the day, like, they're all ski bums, and it's super right. great and fun. Um, but yeah, it's been really, it's been really nice. It's been good so far. I'm excited for this season. Good, good. So, <laughs> <laughs> this week we have a very special guest. Special guest time. This is Penny. Our Hello. cam girlfriend. Hi. You can't see, Our... but I'm waving at her. <laughs> I'm waving back. Our... I'm also waving. Hi. <laughs> so She's Penny there. is here today. She's going to uh, tell us about life as a cam girl, and then she's going to uh, help us read our listener responses. 
Woo! So, do you want to tell us about who you are as a cam girl? Well, as a cam girl, I'm an adult entertainer on the interwebs, and I um, have been doing it for a little over three years now. Started out of desperation, frustration, and anger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do a little bit more kind of goofy style like variety show type of thing. Um, one of my taglines is that I'm able to go from sexy to weird in like two seconds. And nice. To uh, pay me to find out how quickly. Oh. Right. <laughs> Confuse boners. That's my thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you started three years ago. Have you been on the same uh Website? Yeah, platform. Um, Yeah, mostly. I have tried different ones. Uh, My home base is uh, Chatterbait. And um, that one's just the most user-friendly. I'm a little bit older than the typical chat, like, uh, cam models. So I'm not quite tech-savvy on a lot of things. I need stuff that's, like, really easy to, like, click. There I am. Here I am. Give me money. I show you things. (laughs) And then click, I'm done. Um... So it's a little bit more user-friendly for me. Um, but I have tried other websites. They just didn't feel right or didn't have quite the um, the right clientele for me. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's also one of the sites that's most uh, diverse, and that's really important to me. Oh, yeah. That is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so how often, like, what's your camming schedule like? Uh, lately, it's been really, really, really chaotic. Um, just kind of like, surprise, I'm online, and surprise, no, I'm not. And I know I said I would be, but no, I'm not. Um, when I first started, though, I would be on as much as possible. Um, but I am on mostly daytime for me, which means I attract a lot of people on the opposite side of the world who are up at night for them. Right, right. So, Um, But yeah, daytime is usually my thing. I will throw in the occasional evening times um, if I have the space and the free house to do it in. Right. But usually it's daytime while the children are at school. (laughs) (laughs) And you, so you, you have kids then and and a family and how does that kind of affect uh, how you Um, record and... Well, when I first started, um, it was kind of funny because I, I would have to do uh, what we call shush shows, <laughs> which is like, shush, my roommates are home. They're always called my roommates um, and Sorry. they don't know and they can't hear me. And, you know, um, so a lot of the uh, like, I have to be really quiet kind of things. And then people would try to get me to be loud and do things but um I bet they loved that yeah 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 yeah. I made a lot of money yelling help me in the bathroom (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but um for the most part it's it um the kids are all a little older the one that the youngest one I think has a suspicion of what I do for a living but doesn't exactly know Um, the older ones do know for sure. Um, I have a son who's an adult and he, when he was still living in the house when I, when I first started this, he made a joke about a lot of girls getting out of high school and turning to webcam to make a lot of money. And he said, Hey mom, you got to do what you got to do. And I was like, how did you know? And he was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) You outed (laughs) yourself? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm just joking. And he's like, I was just joking too. (laughs) 
for the most part that they're all pretty like hey whatever pays the bills and i mean the most important thing is that i'm home most of the time um i'm able to set my own schedule i make pretty decent money um they've had the best christmases ever since i started camming um but also if one gets sick and needs to be picked up from school i'm there if there's a school program i'm there if there's anything that's going on i'm there because literally work is just a click away and then i can also shut it off where that was not always the case before i started camming i was kind of a slave to the man and had to go by other people's schedules and then also those same people would determine my worth as far as oh, right. financially yeah. speaking yeah. goes so and I was, I was just tired of that. And it's been an overall, the biggest um, benefit to all of it has been with my family. Everyone is better off with me doing what I do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's super great. I think it's cool too. Cause I mean, do you feel then that you kind of get to like determine your own worth and be like, this is like, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, there's days where I get on and I only make a couple of cents, you know, and it, it all just depends on there's, there's so much that goes into camming and, and deciding how much money you make, but a hundred percent of it does come down to me. It's like, if I didn't make any money that day, it's quite likely because I didn't log in because I didn't show up because I wasn't online. Um, mm -hmm. But if I did log in and I was online, even for hours, when I first started, I remember sitting there for eight hours and I made $11. Oh, dang. It's not like yeah. they say on the internet, like you can just get on there and show your feet and make like $10,000 a month. It's right. not like that. Because <laughs> yeah. then we'd all be doing yeah, it. Yeah, everyone would be doing it. <laughs> and everyone, a lot of people do try it, but it's, it, it, and then they quickly find out it's not like that. <laughs> There's a lot of right. work that goes into it. But, um, you know, it is something where, it's still up to me. And yes, there's some luck involved. Like does the right person click on my room? Does, you know, a lot of, a lot of it depends on like what I can get from a viewer, but it's still in the end, it's my decision whether I do something, whether I don't do something. And so the money is, I determine my worth. Right. I determine what I'm willing to do and what I won't do. Hell yeah. And, um, even if it's only a little bit of money, I'm like, yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So in that same vein, you said your, your show is more like a variety show. Mm -hmm. So if you needed to like make a bunch of money, what's your like go to, like, this is going to get me some coins. Sink shows. Sink shows. Sink shows. I sit in my sink. So usually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all have the, the, uh, most of the cam models all have this little toy. It's called a lush. Um, and oh yeah. The Bluetooth can, guy. Yeah. They, people yeah. can tip to make it vibrate. Um, some girls are really good at playing lush games or it's like, Oh my God, you tipped me 10 tokens and I'm going to fall on the floor from the vibrations. I can't do that. I don't have that in me <laughs> guess, <laughs> to act that well, I suppose. But, um, so I usually wear a lush just cause it does get you, it's kind of the bread and butter part, right. but I will start a show by cleaning my kitchen in, um, whatever outfit I'm wearing set goals saying, okay, my top comes off at this amount and my bottoms come off at this amount. And I'll just be cleaning my kitchen as I'm talking and chatting with people. Um, sometimes people come in and tip for other little, like menu items, but, um, the main goal is to get me in the sink 
and then I will say I'm going to use the sprayer in the sink or I'll wash my dishes naked in the sink. And there's a lot of videos of me washing dishes <laughs> in the sink. <laughs> Those sell pretty well. Um, but yeah, mostly that's what it is. And and once I'm in the sink, then my room gets flooded with viewers and people are like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And well, it's you, you, you know, showed you, up earlier. Yeah. And it's like awesome. if you imagine looking at a screen full of rooms, most of the girls are on beds or in chairs. Yeah. And then there's this one chick that's, I mean, I'm not tiny by any means. And here I am squeezing into my kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks funny and creative and different that's and awesome <laughs> hell yeah i like super cool <laughs> i think i make most of my money off the entertainment value not so much the sexual value right it's a little right. it's a mixture of both though good, good so um oh man do you have um do you have like do you save videos and like sell like exclusive content or anything or is it just when you're on um when I first started, I just did when I was on, um, I have started making little videos because I do work on another site that's a, a German website and I have a contract through them where I have to post four videos a month. So I started by just like taking these little videos for that website, but then I started a, like a many vids account and, um, and it makes me a little bit of a side change, but I don't really promote it as much as most of the girls do because I really enjoy more of the interactive stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'll do videos for, um, like, custom requests, um, like the sweater fetish video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, more more like along those lines, but I don't really, like, sit down set out to record videos to sell them. It's just, like, if I make one, then I post it up for sale. Mm -hmm. But it's not really my... It's not your favorite? It's not my favorite. Yeah. So, um, what's the weirdest thing that someone has asked you to do? Oh God. Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause there, there, there is so many and I'm usually, I'm the model to play into that. I will do any of the weird stuff because I want to, I'm interested right. in it like way long time when the internet internet first came about, I was like, one of the first things I was doing was like looking up fetishes and like trying to get an understanding of it. And so I'll do a lot of stuff. Um, the sweater one was kind of different because that was like a recorded video of just me covered in sweater material <laughs> and like not stripping or anything, but like putting it on. Um, there's some guys that like it when I play with the tip of my nose. Oh, um, it's just rub things. Uh, I think one of them was I had to take a ruler and show the ruler next to different parts of my body t so he could compare the size of his penis <laughs> to parts of my body. Wow. Um, there's, there's been so many. Um, a dentist that lived in India wanted to do like a private chat where I showed him my fillings and my dental work. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked him, I said, why? Is this like a thing? Like, like you know, do you get like hard when you're working on on patients and oh he's like no God. no okay, it's good. just because i'm a dentist and i'm like oh. <laughs> he was just curious about your mouth wow so i'm like legitimately some... yeah. i'm legitimately terrified of like dentists and like teeth work in general and like now i'm like even more scared <laughs> i don't want to know why you want to look into my mouth that's yeah. terrifying <laughs> i don't know if it was just like an ego thing like compare his work to other people's work Maybe. or i don't i have no idea 
And most of the time I don't, I, I don't ask. I just go, oh, right. okay, sure. This is what you, they're going to pay you. So. This is what you want me to do. Yeah. I mean, okay. feet fetish is always interesting. Is that, food, is food that pretty com- common? Which one's? Feet fetish is really, really common. Um, I think it kind of just goes across the board. A lot of people like feet. Um, they might not like to admit it all the time, but I think it's a pretty common one. Um, I always joke at like the memes on the internet that say like, Oh, my friend was on Instagram and was offered like $500 for a pair of her socks. Like that doesn't happen. (laughs) Maybe it's happened like once or twice, but everybody's like, Oh, my cousin's sister that totally happened to. And, um, feet fetish people tend to be a little cheap on the cheap side because everybody has feet. So they feel like it's, well, what's the big deal to show your feet? It's not that sexual, but to them it is sexual. So they can get away with being a little cheap about it. So, um, yeah. Cool. Cool. So how long did it take you, um, to get like a loyal clientele? Um, loyal is, a tricky word in this industry because <laughs> you have loyal and then you have obsessive and you have some controlling. Oh, right. There is a dark side to all of this. It's not all fun and games. You do definitely have to have some boundaries. Um, I would say I, I felt like I had loyal clientele almost right away of people that would at least hang out in my chat room and watch um, and kind of help me with the room, but they weren't paying a whole lot. It wasn't until maybe around the fourth or fifth month that I was consistently on on a consistent schedule that I had a pretty loyal fan following. Um, After that, there's some people that, you know, it got to the point where it's like going into work and you knew that you had to work right next to your really annoying co-worker. And um, I would cringe when they would get online and be like, oh, great, you're here. Um, but that's something that I've learned over the past couple of years, just how to have more firm boundaries and like, you don't get to control and boss. It's one of the things that I always warn new cam models about is that we have just as women in general, like we're socialized to have this tendency to be nice, to be ultra polite. And it's so easy to project what we think might be happening on the other end of the computer. So like, if you've got somebody who's tipping a lot and suddenly they go silent you're like, oh, God, what happened? Did I say something? Did I do something? And we in- immediately internalize it and, and and worry that we've just pissed off our clientele. But um, it could be that their internet went out. It could be that they're just bored and they're done. Like, that's one of the benefits for them is that we can be their, like, online girlfriend and they can shut us off just as easily as right. we can shut off. So I always do kind of warn warn people about that. Like, loyalty isn't a priority and shouldn't be a priority in this business because things can change so quickly. So, okay. Um, so you mentioned that it's helped you set boundaries. Is that something that has spilled out into your, your offline life? Uh, definitely. I think, especially when it comes to like my hobbies, like I've just gotten into all the art stuff. I've been able to say like, no, this is my own personal boundary. I'm not like I have certain art pieces that I will not give away. I will not um, trade for, I will sell, I will have just like this kind of, um, um, I assign my value and then I have my boundaries as far as how much I will give away um, in that, but also in my time 
and the attention um, that I give other people, not just online, but offline. Um, and it's helped me kind of manage how much of myself I can give to people and watch for bad behaviors where I might be getting taken advantage of. Right. Hmm. So. That's good. Hell yeah. It had to traumatize me first, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely it was like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't even want to log online. And, oh, and then it's like I, I kind of had to learn those rules and then just apply them to other areas of my life. So cool. I think more people can stand to learn how to set boundaries. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um. So with the website, is it like... um. Do you get, like, a paycheck? Do you have, like, a W-2 that you have to fill out or an I-9 or anything like that? Are you an employee of theirs or are you, like, an independent contractor? Independent contractor. Um, there is a lot of rumors right now that things could change because California, where the company is based out of, um, is passing a bill that would make the company look at us as employees and treat us as employees, which, mm -hmm. once that goes into effect, could just completely change the industry. I suspect that Chatterbait will just move. They'll just move their headquarters out of state. Right. But um, yeah, we're independent contractors. Uh, we do get direct deposits. We do get the little tax form at the end of the year showing how much we made. Um, so it all does get reported to the IRS no matter what some douchebag on Twitter says. We pay our taxes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Sex work is work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of people serve as their own accountants because of the stigma that's around it. And, and so we have to uh, pay our taxes as well as figure them out ourselves as well. So, right, for so, sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different. But I mean, like with the. Uh, German website, that is also the same thing, even though I'm contracted with them, I'm still an independent contractor okay. and they send me a tax form. Um, it's a weird tax form because they're based on Germany, but I can still apply it here. And I mean, I still have to report the income one way or another. So. Right. For sure. But yeah. So I pay the taxes out of it. The company does not. Right. So with that element kind of of social media, um, there is a thing right now. So Instagram is owned by Facebook, which, of course, classically and historically has had like pretty archaic standards on like mostly almost exclusively female nudity. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so there's been a lot of pushback right now with like um, like porn stars and people that are in the sex industry having their accounts just straight up deleted, even for posting content that is like 100%, like not even PG-13, but just like PG as mm -hmm. well. And so kind of what are your thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> you know, I guess I've always been one because of my lack of tech savvy. I don't use those platforms a lot. I do see it um, being really detrimental to a lot of people who have used it and have built their fan base because like for me, um, Twitter is super important for me because when I get online, I go to get online, I send out a tweet and I can update people throughout the day. Like I'm going to be online this time or I'm not going to be online. You can't do that through the website itself. You can notify people when you're online, but um, a lot of the times that's that's what's important to me so um but other people will use it to sell content like their videos or their underwear or whatever mm -hmm. and it really limits what we can do but it's been it's been happening now ever since i started 
even on Twitter. Like, I feel like I'm probably shadow banned. Shadow banning happens on Twitter, but also Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. But I've never even tried Facebook or Instagram for those things because Mm -hmm. it just didn't seem like worth the hassle for me. Yeah. But seeing like people like Ginger Banks, um, having her Instagram deleted has been huge for her. It's, it's really, she's kind of the cover model for the, the Instagram deleting sex workers profiles because she's mostly online work. So it has been really detrimental to her business. Um, so it sucks in general, it sucks and it's dumb and I hate it, but I also get it because those are, that's just the kind of websites they, they are, they are marketed towards anybody being able to use it. I mean, my kids will have Instagram too, so I get why they do it, but at the same time, we really, really need platforms where people can market off of just websites for sure especially if you're doing things like in a totally like legal way like you guys are following Mm -hmm. laws you guys are paying your taxes you guys are you know under every restriction that you are to only be streaming your content to people that are adults like it's something that's been legalized in the united states now and is available to people and so i feel like it's almost it is a massively misogynistic way for it's social huge, media yeah. sites to like almost take away your first amendment rights. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it has come about be- since FOSTA uh-huh. um, passed because these websites are like, well, if like, say I sell a sexually contented video that like, say this guy, Bob paid me 20 bucks for this video and he contacted me through uh, Facebook, then someone somewhere could say, well, technically Bob paid Penny for sex work, even though it was online and Facebook led to that and, and contributed to that some way. So Facebook's so liable. Facebook would be liable, even though they didn't get any money from it. That's kind of the thing. That's why like Craigslist and all these other places have, have stopped that because it, it made these websites and people, I mean, even landlords are, could get in trouble for people providing people, specifically women. <laughs> it yeah, is, it, it, right. It's very much targeted towards women. Yeah. Um, providing any kind of sex entertainment, any kind of work. I mean, we've got, we, we hear stories all the time about strippers in clubs getting um, kicked out of their homes because the landlords are fearful that they will be jailed or even significant others like my husband could be could technically be considered like my pimp just because I gave him, you know, $10 to go buy dog food. And he took that $10. Oh my God. And you know, my kids, there's, there's children that that face charges too, because they live with somebody who's a sex worker. So it's, it's completely ridiculous how they just twist it. And it's all just to force us into censorship. Right. To stop doing what we're doing. Yet it's the same people. I mean, I can't tell you how many like local <laughs> Republicans and very conservative, straight edge family men, da 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 da, pay me, and, and I know them, and they know oh who I am God. in real life, and I can't say things. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh. That's yeah. And that's the thing is I feel like it's like 
you can enjoy this content because you're a man, but I, as a female, I mean, I'm personally, I don't do sex work. I like fiddled with it for like a second. Um, but it's like you as a man can enjoy this content while us as females are now being muzzled and like having our rights taken away because you don't want to see it in public because it's right. something that you get to enjoy in the comfort of your own home, but we can't benefit from it. Right. Right. If people oh would God. just stop feeling shameful about sex, I think a lot of this would go away. I think that would help, but it also, there's also this aspect of, it's not fun unless I'm getting away with something and ooh, it's like, keep, let's keep sex work shameful and dirty because that's what gives me the boner. No. It's not, <laughs> not, you know, if they're like, Oh, it's socially acceptable and everybody can do it. That takes the fun out of it for some of some people. Oh right? my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. All right. So, um, within, the, I know you know other cam girls. Mm -hmm. um, is there a lot of competition in the cam girl world or is there a lot of supporting each other? Um, I'd say it's just like any other industry. There's a lot of support. Um, there's some talk about people wanting to unionize and then there's a lot of backlash on that too, saying, no, we can't unionize. It's, it's bad for each other and bad for the industry. Um, I think for the most part, I've met a lot of really supportive cam models, but I do see a lot of people who are very competitive and get very jealous. Like if they find a user in another cam models room and oh that user's God. tipping that person and they'll throw a fit. And, um, it's, I mean, in the end we're all humans and we're going to behave like that, whether it's in the sex industry or, you know, Starbucks, she got the better position there or whatever. Right. It's, it, it, it's the same thing. It's like the only way to really build a supportive relationship with other sex workers is to really have a relationship with that person and get to know them and be friends with them. Otherwise then you're perceived as an enemy. <laughs> right? Yeah. So is there something that you would, um, you want to let maybe cam girl patrons know, like, uh, some cam girl etiquette that you wish more people would adhere to? Um, consider everything content. I think that's one of the, um, biggest things I had to learn myself is that if you ask me a personal question, that's content, you should pay for it. If I'm entertaining you just by talking to you and you're telling me about your dog, that's content that you should pay for it. Um, there's this idea that like, well, if it's not sexual in nature, then I don't need to pay you for it. Mm. And so we've get rooms just flooded with people who are just like, well, you know, I'm just here to support and hang out with you. And, you know, and, and which is great. I like to have conversation in a room, but also I know that I'm entertaining you at the same right. time. Like you still get to see me sit in my sink. So you are you literally doing your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you don't go into, um, a, a friend's restaurant and just sit there and drink water and never buy anything, buy a cup of coffee from them. Right. Right. You for know, sure. <clears throat> it's support, find some way to support them. Tip accordingly for the amount of whatever that you're doing. If you're taking yeah, up someone's right. time, then 
Yeah. I'm a big proponent of that as a person that's been, like, a server for a really long time. Like, we everybody hates that guy that just, like, sits there and, like, nurses a drink for, like, oh, yeah. hours and then, like, tips, like, $2. And you're like, dude, yeah. tip me for my time, not for what you had. Like, it's a whole exactly. experience. It's more than just one thing. So, yeah. Exactly. Do you have any advice you'd like to give to any budding cam girls? Um... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to start. I mean, the biggest thing is I I will do like um, coaching. um, And one of the first things I tell people, and which was one of the first things I was told by the gal that got me started in this was unless they're paying you, don't just don't just don't um, don't talk, you know, don't talk to people offline unless they're paying you don't do this unless they're paying you. And so I do translate that over into, um, cam model coaching. So I will offer some very basic tips to get people started. The biggest thing is watch cams, watch some other cams, get some ideas, decide what you are okay with and not okay with doing. Um, you know, get some ideas there, but then be ready to invest. It's a business and you have to invest. You don't have to necessarily buy the best camera right away. You don't necessarily have to buy the best lighting right away, but you do need to be able to invest your time and your and your attention into it at least. And um, there's so many free advertising avenues that you can go to. Um, I mean, you just type in cam model advice and there's entire websites out there and they're all going to say pretty much the same thing I'm saying, but they'll teach you how to hide your real identity. Um, you know, figure out your boundaries, figure out what you are okay with and not okay with doing. And it, there's also a lot of scams out there. And so definitely do your research before you go online. Do not provide anything offline. Um, it's so easy to trust people, especially if they've given you a lot of money, you'll be like, oh, well, I trust you. So sure, I'll give you my real address so you can send me a package. Don't do that. Oh, <laughs> I've done that. P.O. I've box. done that. You know, <laughs> I have. And um, that's what led to like a really abusive relationship, which actually scared me away from camming for probably about six months. Dang. In fact, I just recently have um, killed off my first profile and I've started completely anew because I was like, oh, I've, I've learned things. I know things. And um, that that profile is now dead and I'm building a new one with the knowledge that I have. So definitely do your research. I was quick, 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 quick to jump into it. And I have a soft heart and I trusted and sometimes it worked out good and other times it did not work out that great. (laughs) So just keep it in your head that you're an entertainer and you're there to entertain sexual or not. Mm -hmm. And unless they're paying you, don't do it. And if you want further coaching than that, find a cam model and pay her for your, her time <laughs> yeah. and her experience. Cause it took me three years to get where I'm at now. And, uh, that's a lot of time and effort and I've invested into it. And there's always these new cam models that say, well, when I become successful, I'm going to teach other cam models for free. And I'm like, yeah, I said that too. Right. But then you learn that, no, you can't. Nope. Right. <laughs> and, and people don't stick around in the industry very long either. They get in there, they find out what's all involved, but you can't make $10,000 selling your socks. Right. But there's other it's stuff It's a lot involved. of hard work. Yeah. Yep. And it can be draining and exhausting and you have to have the right, I mean, I'm fortunate. My, my husband's like totally into it. He wasn't 
first, but you have to have the right support system and people that are understanding and supportive of it. Um, but yeah, so there, there's a lot of work to it. So I'm not going to exhaust myself teaching everybody everything I know for free mm-hmm. yeah. for them to turn around and go, yeah, it's not for me. And then yeah. quit. <laughs> like yeah, it, right. it, it, It's time that I'm taking to teach another cam model. The ins and out is time that I could be online making money. Mm-hmm. Right. So. All right. Well, cool. Hell Do you yeah. have any, any last questions? No, I think, I mean, I pretty much we've covered everything could, that I was really interested about, but, uh, yeah. yeah. We could go on forever. But yeah, seriously, so it's so fun. interesting. Like, there's so much, and I'm sure there's, like, ins and outs and nuances and, like, people that are, like, fetish-specific and, like, all that stuff. Like, I totally, like, it's a huge, expansive universe. <laughs> but, uh, do you want to hear the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me. Yes, of yes, course. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I have this chair. It's a bouncy chair. It looks like a luggage rack from, like, a hotel room. Okay. But everybody thinks it's a luggage rack. And anytime I've had it set up, I just set it in the corner of my room, and I put, like, luggage on it so people think it's a luggage rack. But it's actually a bouncy chair. You sit across these bouncy straps, and they bounce up and down. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, the, the straps go front to back. So there's a space in between for things to happen and all that stuff. So right. um, I uh, was bouncing in the chair and I was in like some kind of like skirt outfit or something. And somebody came in the room and said something snarky. And I like stomped my foot and acted like I was a pouty princess. And they said, you're not very convincing. You're not scary. And I said, oh, I can be scary. I can be dominating. And I said, I just got this new suit in the, in the mail from Wish.com, and which Wish.com is a cam model's best friend when it comes to <laughs> random weird costumes and things. Hell yeah. Um, but I, uh, I said, oh, I'll go get it. And it was this full, like, vi- weird material, vinyl-type cat suit. And the zipper went all the way from my throat all the way down under my crotch and up my butt okay. and it was a two-ended zipper so the there was a zipper at the butt and then there was a zipper at the neck right, right. Like the, the pulls right so i go and i put this costume on i'm like there now look at me i'm super dominating and i can i'm like Catwoman right now and and all this stuff this guy comes in the room and says i want to see a booby bounce well at the time that meant that i would sit on the bouncy chair pull my boobs out and bounce up and down as one does right so i unzipped the top zipper from my neck down, exposed my breast, sat on the bouncy chair, started bouncing, and the zipper from the back oh, no. shot forward, unzipped, and got caught in my labia. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the worst thing about it, so, like, there's, like, 130 people in my room at this oh, time, God. right? And I'm, I stand up, and I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm like... I, I'm just, I guess I'm just going to tell them what happened. And I'm like, you guys, I just, <laughs> oh my God. and the worst part is, is that I was wearing the lush. Oh, so no. the oh, antenna no. was stuck there too. And so these jerks started tipping and making that thing vibrate against the zipper. And so, and they are <laughs> laughing and I'm like panicking and oh I like my pull myself off screen. <laughs> And all you could see is like my face in the camera, and I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Thinking somebody, and they're all laughing, saying, you know, beans over the Franks, and making all these 
jokes. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I God, I think I have to call my mom. <laughs> like, my mom can see mom. this and help me, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like, but yeah. I finally just, like, peeled the suit down from my shoulders and down and, like, just removing it a different way. Finally got it unstuck. Oh, but, and there no. wasn't any permanent damage, but... Definitely 130 people saw me get my labia caught in a zipper. Classic. And then they made it vibrate. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. What a nightmare. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Not into that. <laughs> I don't. We don't use the zipper suit of death anymore. <laughs> Throw that away. Yeah. It's, it's gone. Parse so it out so speaking of stories, we did yes, nice get <laughs> a couple of very nice submissions from our listeners to talk about some uh, first experiences of porn, specifically porn on the internet. So do we want to, uh, do we want to read some of them? Yes. Um, so it is important that we're not going to give any names or where people are from. Um, I think we can just say like, this is from a male or a female, just for perspective. Yeah. I think that would be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to cool. Do you want to start off? Sure. Okay. So this one's pretty short. It says, from a, a female listener. Hey, yeah, my porn story, right? <laughs> yeah, I discovered porn in middle school and got caught watching it in my mom's work. Worst thing, though, my fucking mother made me apologize to her boss as if he would know until she fucking told him, <laughs> made me tell him, God's my mom is a cunt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ma, no. <laughs> I would be my... mortified. I think I would uh, combust. I think yeah, I at that age, combust. I probably would have told my mom I would rather kill myself. <laughs> Thank you. Just put me out As of a my middle schooler, like yeah. Absolutely oh my not. god. Oh boy. Being being like a twelve year old girl having to tell your mom's boss that you were watching porn on the work computer. Yeah. I would die. I don't, yeah. I would die. I would be so embarrassed. I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know where I would even begin. Honestly. Uh, I'm like, my cheeks are red and like my body feels hot just thinking about like <laughs> my embarrassment for that person. That's, oh yeah. my God. Poor thing. The embarrassment for the boss too. Oh like, my God. Oh God, you don't have to tell. Don't tell. No, don't. <laughs> I don't I really need to don't see need this I'm sure, in my mind. I'm sure he was like, wait, did I leave it on? Is that? <laughs> you saw my part? <laughs> Were you watching? Oh my God. Yeah, I didn't even really think about that for, yeah, but I would just be like, if I, if that was my employee, I would be like, I'm never going to be able to look at you in your face again, ever again. Yeah. How yeah. could you do this to me? Like, I know what you were trying to do, but you've done this to me now as well. Like, yeah. You yeah. brought me uh, into this weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one is from a male listener. So when I was growing up, my dad wasn't into porn or anything like that. So I never got the playboy or hustler nicked off of him or whatever. We had to do it on our own by getting on the world's slowest dial-up and Google searching what every other 12-year-old does. Boobs, porn, naked girls, etc. And we'd print them off to save them for later. 
Well, it just so happens that one of the times I was browsing and filling my spank bank, the computer decided to damn near crash from all of the web pages I had open. Not wanting to lose all the good stuff I had gotten, I tried to print as many pictures I could, as many pictures as I could. Terrible idea. The computer was so logged that it queued the print but didn't spit them out. So, in a panic, thinking I had fried the family computer, I quickly closed everything and logged out. And it wasn't until the next day, when my mom logged in, that every single thing came out of the printer. Nothing, oh, no. <laughs> nothing more embarrassing than your mom lecturing you, not only about looking at porn so young, but for the ludicrous amount of things you were searching for. <laughs> Again, I would die. Literally. I would die. Yeah. Oh my god. I could just like. And can you imagine like being the parent, just like, oh, do to do. We've got to like, you know, check some emails, and then all of a sudden your printer just starts just shooting out porn. <laughs> oh like, my god. Oh my goodness, it's so good. Oh, Penny, <laughs> you're a mom. How would you mm-hmm. handle that situation? Oh god. Uh, oh, we. I've I've really tried to do like the whole like sex positive home and teach people you know teach the kids about like you know it's okay to have these feelings it's okay to do these things in private also you if you are under the age of 18 you shouldn't be on these things oh if it just printed i i think i would honestly i would probably just throw it away <laughs> just i don't know it yeah <laughs> and just be like you know i'm because I don't want to teach them that, that it's shameful. Right. But at the same time, I can't, like, exactly reward it by, like, here's your porn, you printed. <laughs> yeah. Make you wrapping paper print. out of it or something. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, the, just yeah. hand them the receipt for the, like, ink cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, there are consequences <laughs> to this. <laughs> However, you know, you're oh. shamed for doing it. That poor dude. (laughs) Okay, so I have another short one here from another female listener. Um, Let's see. So this starts off, it was a a direct message. So it says, I didn't notice if your email was linked in your post about first time porn, so I will just send this here. I never watched porn or even looked at porn mags until I was 22. I watched some and realized I liked the girl on girl stuff and cried because I was scared of those feelings in the end. True story. Kind of lame. That's also really sad. Mm-hmm. I think a really important part of the way that culture is kind of leaning with being more like body positive and sex positive is like, you don't have to be like, like gender and sexuality are such a spectrum nowadays. Like I, I, I mean, well, I'm not a good example because I'm kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all kind of gay on this chat right now. Right. So it's like, but it's like, I'm very, very fortunate to have grown up in a household that was very much sex positive and very much like gender and, and sexuality positive. And like, I never like, like I had a conversation with my mom, literally, I think it was last year. And I looked at her in the car and she was, and I was like, so, you know, I'm kind of gay, right? Like a little bit. And she was like, well, yeah, I always kind of assumed, like, I knew you and this, like, girl, the first girl that I ever fooled around with, she was like, I knew that that was happening. I just kind of assumed always, so I didn't ever think that we had to have, like, a coming out talk. So I'm, like, I'm really, really blessed to have grown up in that environment, but I think that it's important 
for this sort of thing to be normalized because you know normalization leads to tolerance leads to like inclusivity and and a much bigger picture aspect there so it's like um that really sucks that you, you have those feelings inside but gender is a spectrum so don't worry even if you're a little gay it's nothing to be afraid of <laughs> right <laughs> even if you're a lot of gay even if you're a lot of gay of. <laughs> yeah big big little gay every gay in between all of the yeah do it do it up a nice <laughs> A nice subtle gay, if you will. Yes, very, very nicely subtle and gay. <laughs> um, so my next one, it involves porn. I'm gonna include all of them because, like, I'm so thankful that we have like listeners that like submitted in general. Um, right. So this one's just kind of like porn centric, not necessarily related to porn on the internet, but um, it's from a male viewer. I was at a birthday party one time for a guy I used to work with. Super cool, but kind of reserved dude. All of his friends were there, and they were all way older than me. None of them really, like, used, like, even, like, swore or anything like that. Definitely older crowd. Certainly no drugs or anything like that. So it's, like, a super conservative crowd. I'd known these people over a few years. We were at the party, and it was a super normal-ass birthday party. A few hours in, my girlfriend and me noticed everyone was crowding in the living room. When we went inside to see what they were doing, they were all just standing there watching porn on TV. Oh my god. Yeah, pretty sure it was a DVD from the 90s or something. They were all entranced by it. Nobody was even blinking or anything. It was wild. We stayed for a minute uh, to not seem like weird and then went back outside to smoke. When we came back in 20 minutes later, everyone was fucking everyone. It was a mega orgy at this super soft birthday party and it was crazy. were like get the fuck in here take your pants off and i was like i think i left my dryer running and we bailed out oh my <laughs> god <laughs> so i actually i don't know what i would do i actually have been like in a that porno in the making all in itself right yeah, it really does yeah. meta porn in there i actually so i've been in a similar experience which is weird <laughs> um we were at a, it was a <laughs> halloween party though and um, so we went to this Halloween party and like everybody, you know, like we were all drinking and stuff like that. And then like later on in the night, everyone started watching pirates, which I think is funny because we mentioned that in the last episode. We did. Yeah. Um, so everyone was watching like pirates of the Caribbean and then everybody started to get kind of like real frisky. And I was like younger, I was probably like 18 or 19 at the time. So I was like, ah, I'm going to go. Like, it's been real. It's been fun. <laughs> I got a, <laughs> I got a jet though, but Yeah fucking crazy orgy party. God, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have one left and it's longer. Okay. Okay. From a lady. So I was 15. I lived with my birth mother and her trailer in Anchorage. My room used to be a dining room that someone made into a bedroom before my mom bought the house. I only had this tiny view from the window via the door since my room had no windows. I was always grounded from the TV, so would frequently just watch the neighbors. So the neighbor was about 75-ish and really weird, mostly Bonanza and whatever was on TV land. So I was watching something with her from my weird perch uh, being emo and drawing one night. I look up after a really extended period of sketching, and she is putting in a VHS. So I... So immediately it starts like halfway through the movie. She sits where I can't see her. So I just keep watching and it's totally an eighties or nineties. Everyone fake tanned. Everyone has larger bangs and most, most of, uh, most of them have pubes. Um, 
it's literally just going back and forth between two couples in a hotel room, both in like doggy style. I couldn't look away. I had been imagining sex for a solid two years and was frankly really dissatisfied. <laughs> Mood. That's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> like the men were naturally way smaller than I assumed. I had horses as a kid, so I assumed my vagina would one day grow. <laughs> <laughs> so the neighbor maybe won award for finger banging speed at the senior Olympics because it was like four minutes later and over up and back to regular cable. I didn't watch any porn until I was 15, at which point I was shocked at how large all the guys were. 19. It was 19. Oh, 19. shouldn't be surprised that there is sp like uh anime specific porn oh yeah. oh yeah there's so much of it it's like literally everywhere there's so much so much <laughs> anime porn uh yeah so those are our stories from our viewers six that was pretty freaking good i think that that i mean it occupied half of our recording time so like that's legit. Yeah. thank you guys yeah so thank much. you thank you um, we will be taking, um, a holiday hiatus now that we're done with season one. And we'll be back um, in the new year. Whoop. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, find us on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also on Facebook too. If you want to like our page. Yeah. All um, should be under bite size podcast. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
thanks for thanks for being here yeah thank you for allowing us to interview a guest thank you for your story submissions thanks for everybody that's been listening we've had some pretty awesome um at least on podomatic podomatic sorry for our statistics um we've had quite a few people listening we've been kind of up there decently in the charts for a new podcast starting out and i've been seeing everybody's spotify wrapped and they're like best podcast probably because it's the only <laughs> podcast they listen to on spotify but, yeah, probably. but their best podcast has been bite-sized podcast so thank you so much for the love we super appreciate it um before we head out uh adrian you've been playing any games uh i'm am still streaming <clears throat> thimbleweed park and that's been pretty fun uh i usually do it on wednesdays and uh, i have never played fully through but i've had some people in my chat room that have and they were encouraging me to uh pick up this device and i did and then they encouraged me <laughs> to save my game so i did and then they encouraged me to push the button so i did and then it ended my game <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh man yeah <laughs> it was fun yeah that's yeah it's rough i'm glad that you saved what about, your game <laughs> yeah me too what about you? Um, so I'm trapped currently on a mountain that is the vast majority of them are men. The vast majority oh, of yeah. people that live here are men. <laughs> um, and so I have actually been um, hanging out with like a couple of dudes that are work for like building maintenance here because um, they like live in the like cabin next to mine. And um, so we've been playing Grand Theft Auto, which is not a game that like I've, so I never got onto the Grand Theft Auto train um, as right, like, a child, right. which I feel like was when most people were doing that. It was really popular. So a lot of people just bought their children that game, which I feel like was maybe a bad move. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I I was never into it because my parents didn't let me have it. So I'm, I, I missed that like almost 10 year learning curve of knowing how to oh, yeah. play Grand Theft Auto. So I'm not very good at I it. I played but... the shit out of San Andreas. Yeah, we've been playing Grand Theft Auto 5, but that's the only really new thing that I'm playing. Other than that, just just Tekken. <laughs> and I have, I have like, as long as I'm not contributing any more money to Blizzard, I have been playing Overwatch, but every time I play Overwatch, I get really disappointed because I have to solo queue because I live on the opposite end of the country of all the people that I play with. So it's I know, like, and you don't have you're not you don't play on PC, do you? No, I think um, for Christmas, I think I might be buying myself that nice Asus uh, gaming laptop, though. Oh yeah, and a mouse. So I think I'll probably be playing on PC after that, just because I feel well, like because then we can play together. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. That is the goal. But yeah, so that's all right. Well. That was it. Thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're kind of still doing a little bit of brainstorming work about what our next series will be on, but um, we will be returning back to you in the new year. Um, so happy holidays, everybody, and we'll see happy you holidays. when we're back. Okay, bye. Bye.